Alright gang, welcome to another podcast. Got Mike back. Everyone's very excited because it's Aidan Mike again. Also Rob. But but Aidan Mike are back! I mean no one's excited. Last week was a, a, a roaring success, man. I've, I've heard we're not in ratings hell anymore. No, no, we've, no, we've, we're we've clambered out we're of it. We're just in what I call ratings purgatory now. Yeah. Not in hell, but we're still no, in purgatory. What would what, be ratings what, what, heaven? Like 30? 30 would be heaven. 30 yeah. would be heaven. Got away yeah. in big, Mike. You've got away in big. Got away in big. We need 30 viewers. <laughs> and then I'm going right. to start wearing shades and that, stuff. Basic, right, right, if we ever hit 50 views of a single podcast, I'm, I'm going to quit my job. I'm, get, I'm, get, I'm getting podcast clothing if we make yeah, this. Like, I'm if, getting a cap, I'm getting t-shirts, hoodies. <laughs> gonna I'm going to see gonna, if they make podcast pants, but I don't know if they do. Yeah, sure. We'll make them up. We'll commission someone to Headbands. make 2,000. I want everything. You want everything? But say, hey, right, my like, podcast, and I'm like, are you in it? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Rob, but mate, I'm a, it just says Aiden Mike. You must have a, a big obsession with the Aiden Mike podcast. And I'm in it. But, <laughs> but my name says that it isn't, Rob. Salt and Pepper. There's three of them in that. Yeah, didn't one of them what, get sacked? What was no, someone no, called no. Anne? The, the DJ was <laughs> called Spinderella, but she uh. was never. Was never salt or pepper, but was. I mean, it seems to be. That's you, Rob. It seems to be a a cause of rift actually now, but you'd hate to have been in Bon Jovi's band. (laughs) Not just being called Bon Jovi. Like, at least calls for John Bon Jovi's band. (laughs) Just Bon Jovi. There's other bands, isn't there, like that from that time? Like Van Halen. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Then even Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah, at least they got. And the heartbreak. Yeah, there's, like, there's clarity that, like, like Bon Jovi's like, oh, so, yeah, Bon Jovi, no, it's, it's just his surname. But I'm quite good on guitar. Band. Yeah, but it's Bon Jovi. Yeah. Just don't even good. know who your name is. It is a quite good name. Actually. Couldn't tell name. you about the police lineup. <laughs> yeah. It did confuse me, both for a while. Yeah, confused. confused me for ages. I was kids, like, yeah. is it just one guy? Like, no, it's, it's a band. They can't um, be happy with that, though. Like, uh, yeah, it turns out. No, it seems that guy, the other guy, was equally as, uh, as important to their success. That Richie Sambrero. <laughs> Richie Sambrero. Uh, just before we, we, we get into what's been up this week, I just thought that maybe ratings hell was because people like tuned in expecting sport. There was a bit where we didn't talk about sport at the start. So, wait, I'm not suggesting we talk sport, I'm just saying, like, until we, you know, we've cleared. Oh, that can be our like stick though. No, no, but let's talk sport. We prove that we don't really. No, no, I'm, I'm, but I'm just gonna say, look, later we're gonna talk about Arsenal. Well, do you reckon that's why we'll we talk we about had, Arsenal in a bit? We had ratings hell. No, no. not even slightly. <laughs> but I'm telling myself that it is, man. Yeah, that could be our thing. We can just claim that's the reason. <laughs> yeah. Some it's a Klingon. So yeah, so we'll I, talk I don't about want my name to be Arsenal. synonymous with yeah. ratings hell. We'll talk about Bengal. It isn't now, but it's just ratings purgatory. We've said. Not as far off heaven as you'd imagine as well. I mean, we're good lads. That's the thing a lot of people don't realise about us. A bit like people who don't realise Peter Crouch is, you know, good with his feet for a big man. And well, also... That's good, well, he's got great feet, great for, a feet for a big man. man. And also, bloody good value, Peter Crouch. Like, yeah, he's, I, he's, I, he's, uh, he's a good I, lad. I showed a tweet to Aid a couple of weeks ago. Um, he did some at Crouchy. Was it after the Ronaldo overhead kick? Well, he did that, yeah, when he yeah. was like, only great players, you know, have that in the locker or something. That was great. But he did something else where he, I think he scored or something. Oh, and then, like, yeah, some guy was amazing. like, that's great, Crouchy, means I'm going to stop wanking over your wife. He went, that'd be great. Thanks. 
<laughs> yeah. That'd be great, mate. Thanks. Also, what 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 got me uh, to uh, team Crouchy levels was the uh, when he was asked, "What yeah. would you be if you weren't a footballer?" Yeah, I mean, it's fine work. I mean, that is a good work from Crouchy. Hey, it please tell work. me that was recording. I think you, started, recording, yeah. you started moving the microphone, which made me a little bit like. Yeah, uh, I'm just we, we've obsessed with where the microphone is. Well, okay. I've got a problem. Fair I think it's but like squigglies are going, so I think we're all right. Yeah, there's no, so, I think so there's no, no squigglies if it's if it's not recorded. I don't know. Maybe I'll check once we're done. Maybe we'll check once we're done. Yeah, we might have to do this twice. Like, we'll see how we get on. We'll see how we get on. Was it squiggling before? Yeah, it's always been squiggling. We're fine. I did a sound check and it squiggled. And, one, and two, I played one, it back. Two. It's good. I think we're good, mate. I think we're good. Right. It's put my mind at ease, so. Yeah, hey, shall I explain my absence to no. her? That's right, mate. You'll lose, you'll lose your air of enigma. Is that <laughs> yeah. what you want, mate? <laughs> yeah, go on, mate. I'll explain my absence. Yeah, so I've been uh, working real hard 13 days in a row. Um, lost my mind. Really? About, about 10 days into it, I lost my mind. Unless you started eating your own feces, I don't believe it. Well, I haven't had a solid shit since uh, Wednesday. And I regret bringing up all <laughs> feces, to be honest yeah, with you. That's when you... You know what I learned yeah. from my horrific 13 days in a row working thing? Cutting yourself isn't as um, cathartic as you had initially imagined? No, not at all. Um, bad things happen. When you don't rest. Yeah, they do. Like, they really do. Brain goes dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah she just end up... Like, do you remember when you were telling me um, last week about how drinking now is not something you can do after 30 on a regular basis? Yeah. Yeah. Because bad things happen to the brain. Yeah, it's... Yeah, exactly. It's one of... Like, my, my thing about drinking after 30 is, look, essentially... Like, you are either... You, your options if you're going to do it regularly are functioning alcoholic because just don't never stop. Just just don't 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 put up with the hangover. Or, I can't remember what the other one was. It was like... But you can't, you can't be a guy... Be unemployed, that's it. Yeah, you can't be a guy over 30 who drinks a lot, but he's all right. No. You can be a guy in your 20s who drinks a lot, but there's no... But by drinks a lot, I mean regularly gets drunk enough to have a hangover. Like, some guy who's having two drinks after work, you're probably fine. Although I would suggest, you, you know, you, you assess how, <laughs> where, where that's heading. But I think that is um, overworked and underpaid is like... The, An album by someone? Is, is a great album by Bon Jovi. <laughs> but also, I think it's like the main problem for most people. Yeah, you don't, like you say, you, you can't get by with, without enough rest. It, it ruins every element of your life for a bit. And, uh, yeah, I don't know how people manage it with kids, but it was hard enough for me, and, and I've got no dependence. Yeah. So, because, God knows how a guy... Yeah, well, I'm not, actually. But, uh, <laughs> that's another story. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how people do it with actual proper responsibilities, because yeah, it gets dark. Anyway, it gets real, real dark. 
I was in Birmingham today, as you know. Now, Birmingham, for anyone who's not been there, I mean, at the risk of alienating, what is it? I think it's three, two four million listeners. Or potentially two of the 15 yeah. who are... Um, Honest. Like, the they've week. done up the centre a bit, so it's quite nice when you first get there. And you're like, actually, a boring. Yeah, actually, maybe center. Birmingham isn't the shit all I thought it was. But if you walk two minutes in literally any direction, early 90s Bosnia, immediately. Just... Just horrendous. Did they have Greg's in early 90s Bosnia? Or they do, yeah. That's fine then. <laughs> That's alright. <laughs> no, do it, they have meat and potato pasties or? No, they do. They go with the. Um, that corned beef. Corned beef one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had this discussion with, with Rob off podcast because there's a place in Newbury that has sometimes called that, that does corned beef pasty. It's far superior to anything sold in London because it's closer to a meat and potato pasty. But when. Yeah, I mean, when you said corn. Like. That's not a horror show for me. I mean, no, but where where it my really main falls, bone of contention would be if it was in place of the meat and potatoes. And it That's, is. Well, it is there you go. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. But, but like you say, if that if but if it was an option in London, I'd be happy. Yeah. Because exactly. neither are an option in London. Yeah. But like where it really falls down in comparison to the meat and potato pasty. Is if is if they give you a stone cold corned beef pasty? Like, oh, that, that is horrible. That is that nasty. That it was just not I good. Think send anyone west. <laughs> yeah, that is nasty. And nobody's going to be happy with that. No one at all. So I couldn't imagened that. that Happened to me twice in the same I'm, game. I'm pretty sure I'd dry heave if I had a cold. On, I took cold one bite of the first one and then dropped it in a bin. Yeah, I, was I, mean, I had no idea what it looked like to people around me. But, yeah, just walking down the street, <laughs> took a bite, in a bin. Is there onions in this? Not noticeably sad. Tell you what, I've, got, I've gone right off onions recently. Strange. Because um, you were a big onion lover, as I recall. Not sexually, of course. Just that'd be raw, weird. Like and a Scotch egg. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, before I had a Scotch egg in bed, the missus... <laughs> Was uh, I was telling Rob before the missus was not happy with that. <laughs> at any I mean, point, and that's please, totally fair. Please tell me at some point during that night you said the words, "Sorry, I had a scotch egg earlier." I, I thought it would have no, broken she, down by now. She went to the gym. <laughs> well, that, and I just imagine you being like Keith <laughs> off the office. He only has a big scotch <laughs> egg. Well, well, she went to the gym today, right? Uh, so. Obviously, usually when she goes to the gym, I have a wank. But because I've been too tired recently, <laughs> it's, it's either it's either in you really it. are in hell. No, but when 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 the missus goes somewhere, that is your time to do stuff that you're not allowed. That's what my brain says. So uh, yeah, I, I was like, so I couldn't go for a wank because I wasn't. You no, know, my body's a bit of a mess from all the overwork. So I went for, you know, food that I'm not allowed. Yeah. And, you know, eating it in places where I'm not allowed. You know. <laughs> to be fair, they're, they're the two. such a child. Scotch egg and bed. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like... Nobody's I, winning out I'm just that. laughing. I'm, I'm the winner. I'm just laughing that a Scotch egg seems out of bounds at your place. Yeah, well, she's vegetarian, isn't she? So Scotch egg is... Also, it, it, it does bad it's things. Gas, yeah, of right? course. Yeah. Especially my guts now, like I said. I'm having problems yeah, doing It's like the partridge episode. Do you yeah. smell no, gas? No. <laughs> I had a scotch egg Well, not the first, broken. Broken <laughs> the first thing she said when she walked in was, it stinks in here. 
And, uh, and then I thought I'd got away with it because I got rid of like tissues and like mugs, you know, around the yeah. bed area. I'd even put some pants on. Uh, I don't know what I've, I've, I like that you took pants off I think, to eat when I be in your domain <laughs> when I heard the door go to like I got myself ready I, th- I was doing like, thank me this sounds like more hassle than cracking one out <laughs> this, is, this, is, this yeah. is what you do well, this is verbal. you should have just been caught in the act of having a wang so <laughs> then I grabbed a like towel and pretend I was cleaning nothing you know I was cleaning surfaces but didn't need cleaning <laughs> like <laughs> And then she got in and we kissed and I was like, oh, I'd go all right with Jim. She'd done a bit of yoga. I said, well, well done. Now, like, yeah, I can see that your arms are a bit more solid, blah, 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 blah. Can I just and, uh, <laughs> and then then she went into the bedroom and, you know, then I heard shouting, like, what have you been doing in the bed? <laughs> and my head was like, well, I didn't have a wank, so I'm like pretty safe. <laughs> and then she said, there's crumbs everywhere. And, you know, then... They and were, it all came out. They, all were the, they were the crumbs of the scotch. Should have just said you can't have the scotch. <laughs> well, you, you begged with him for some kind of sanity. No, I, I, I give the, I give the cat some ham. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you really did go wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's it was, honestly, it was, uh, Mike. It's like there were no rules. To be fair, it's, it's like all... it was, to the cat. It was basically like we're in this together now. <laughs> yes. You're going to have I some ham. You ham you did. And I'm going to have a scotch egg. Yeah, this is on you. We'll both like, keep stumped. It feels like you acted. Like you fitted twenty four hours in about two hours. Feels like you're living in some kind of crazy dystopian post-apocalyptic world, like Mad Max, but with less cars. No, I just live in um, a a clean prison. Yeah, you ate it, (laughs) but it's also got very healthy food. Yeah, sounds rubbish. Just speaking of prison, I was telling (laughs) Avis. I was telling Avis this yesterday. Like, honestly. Our dad's not funny, but he really is. So like, you mean I, you mean he's not deliberately funny? Yeah, but some of the stuff you'll tell someone but else. But he is sometimes deliberately funny. But I was telling Aid about this just on the on the topic of prison. Uh, we, we were on about what we were on about yesterday. Something about when we get shirts or something, but. Uh, like aren't ours or something. like we get right. given stuff and we I can't just remember get what it was something talking. about like you know you just get given stuff but you don't actually end up wearing it what you mean presents but you don't no wear. not like presents like someone in your house will just go oh like, like dad sometimes goes with me oh I got this jacket free from something that I won yeah. I'm not gonna wear it but yeah that kind of thing yeah, yeah exactly that yeah. so me and Ada's talking and I was like, yeah, that happened like all the time in our house where like my dad would come home with like a polo top and he'd be like, Oh Rob, do you want this? It's your size and stuff. I'll try it on and Where did you know, he always really... he had a plethora no, of this? I'm, I'm where it, did he like, get this stuff from? I'd be like, Oh, this is like an ice fit. And mm. look on, on the uh, yeah. Yeah. On the where the logo for whatever the manufacturer should be. Or the label. Prism. <laughs> But, like, I can't wear prison stuff because I've never been. We should and say I've never that, uh, worked our, in prison. But, like, our dad had such a, a our pride. Our dad worked in prison. So, like, he'd come on with stuff like dress shoes, like nice shoes. And they'd be like, oh, these are all right. And he goes, Robert, got some shoes for you. Size 10, your size, you'll like them. Put them on. And I'm like, yeah, these are really nice. I have a look on, like, the outside, and it's got, like, a prison. It, like, started with the prison bag. <laughs> that was it, yeah. yeah. So. Like, I, I coach football um, with kids on, on weekends, so I have to put my, obviously, football boots Not in a bag. But I have to have a bag which is, like, decent support, so if it's wet, you know, it's not like an Asda bag or a mm-hmm. supermarket bag where it, it needs can get to be damaged. turgid. Yeah. 
So this one's done me real solid. Uh, you know, I got my bag out, I put my boots in, and then someone goes to me, mate, what's that bag? And I just, you know, because I'm used to being <laughs> in prison and stuff now. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was like, what do you mean? He goes, you've been in prison? Okay, that quite you know? I was like, oh, the bag. Like, no, no, like, I've a... Uh, no, it's my dad. And, and then the next is thing... Is Yeah, the next thing I got asked was, oh, was he in prison? And I was like, mate... But don't just give you yeah, bags like, when I, you I went, no, he, work, you know, he works at a prison. But in my mind, I said this to Aidan, I was thinking, look, mate, they don't give you souvenirs when you've been in prison. Like, when you walk yeah, out... Yeah, take it, this bag. Here's a, here's a nice roll. Hope you enjoyed this day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's, a, here's a nice bag. And memento. Ah, to when souvenirs. To remind you of the worst time in your life. Here's a nice robe <laughs> with the prison uh, logo. And you have to use it every day so you never forget. You can't hide it's it out of shame you. of the fact you've been in prison. You have to make sure well, everyone knows you have. It was just after, you know, I got asked that I've been in prison. And I went, nah, nah, that's my dad. Called ego prison as well. Like, no, right. no, I didn't go prison. No one's been to prison. No one's been, but yeah, like the dad would always bring stuff on just to bring the story full circle, which to be fair looks quite smart. But you can't wear prison stuff. No, you can't. I don't think in not. Public, but you can't like wear it really unless you've been in like working there and you actually go, you know. Rob, yeah, has, dad, has dad ever bought you? Non-present. No, he hasn't. He has never bought me a present. He's never bought me a present. Well, I'm I not mean... related to him. So. <laughs> yeah. Can you do? He was the bad guy, but I mean... He... No, it wasn't his thing. <laughs> no. No, that was your mum's job, I yeah. imagine. In, in that wasn't his thing. But yeah, a lot of prison stuff was handed well, my yeah. way. Uh, you know I'm not going to lie. Actually, just, just moving on from your, from your dad. Uh, you know what Rob was saying the other day that made me laugh quite a lot was... You know, it's obviously been sunny recently in London. Mm-hmm. So, a couple of things. Firstly, as soon as it's it's sunny anywhere in Britain, like, you, well, in London anyway, you walk past any green space. There's just people all over it. Yeah, just so, sat there. So, so my point to Aid was uh, I was walking through... Is, uh, like, it leads on to Hyde Park, but was it Kensington... Kensington Gardens. Gardens. Yeah, yeah, I was so walking through there. Yeah, yeah, I was walking through. Yeah, I was walking through. Yeah, I was walking through there. You, you were walking some, some park. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's nice weather. Everyone's out. Like you can barely. I'm not joking. In, in some parts, you can barely see a blade of grass because just mm-hmm. people yeah. are on there. Like, see a lot some of birds there. But yeah, that's what I was saying. So wait, you see loads of people just on like the park drinking cheap shit wine and like. Beer and whatever. I said to Aid, like in a northern town, you get pulled up by the police for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you, like imagine so cool. in you're a tramp on on the mill house on a nice day. <laughs> like you'd be told to that, move out. Tramp behavior. You don't like me going down these corridors, but it's uh, if you're middle class, you're allowed to do. Well, I, I think it's actually more because I was talking to someone at work about it. It's more there is. There's no countryside here and people don't have gardens yeah. in London specifically. So, like, parks are treated like... Like, if you did it where we... True, garden. but you are allowed to take drugs in a middle-class way. Yeah, not in a park openly. Well, you know. It's not what I was smelling. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, <laughs> but, like, you know, where we grew up, there was, like, what, three pubs in close proximity or four, yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were out on a park 
drinking, even if it's like a really nice day, you get people who are like, mate, what's wrong with you? There's a pub there, there's a pub there. Also, like, it's, I've, I've it's done this in my youth, to be yeah. fair. It's very uncomfortable drinking in hot weather in a public space. Yeah, it's ridiculous. There's, there's no toilets, you get dehydrated. It's just ridiculous. You idiots! <laughs> it looks good on an advert, but not in reality. No, it's you need really a nice, not. cool pub. And you to do. Be fair, I was walking because I was working near, in Shepherd's Bush this week. Uh, last wonder what's got me going down on the green. Yeah, I mean, I was saying, that's <laughs> what I was saying. Like, why would you? Surely you got to pick a better place to sunbathe than the green. You I mean, you're a stone's throw away from my <laughs> park. Yeah, why are you? Just, just keep walking, man. Just like. Yeah, and you weird. know you're sitting in piss. <laughs> Round green. Like, probably relatively piss fresh. and dried up shit. <laughs> yes. At green. It's all what? like a green. But. What is... I, I, it's getting worse and worse, but I've seen a lot of bum cheeks this summer. Yeah, I don't know. Both male and female, yeah. Well, mostly female for me. I've not got a problem with it. I'm not trying to start mm. some, like, you know, sexist debate or anything. Just... I have noticeably seen more more bum cheeks. I mean, is it getting <laughs> more acceptable to wear nothing? Again, I've got no problem with it. I mean, I I've no answers for you, mate. But my girlfriend, she was saying like, what is going on? Like, women are basically wearing nothing. I've got no answers for you, Mike. I've got no answers. I'm not sure I want answers. No, you do. You want answers. You sick bastard. <clears throat> But there's there's a lot of arse cheeks that are being shown that shouldn't be shown. Alright, you stay calm. Yeah, that is the problem of it. But anyway, so should, should we? It's yin and yang, positives and negatives. Yeah. 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 Should, we, should we move on to some sport though? Yeah, yeah. Let's go on then. I mean, I mean, like I said, the podcast should be our stick, but we don't actually talk <laughs> that much sport. But you know, there's been We've a, a few big stories, so we might as well crack on. Yeah, I've been saying this. What? But we shouldn't talk about sport. Should talk more about politics and religion. No, don't do politics. And uh, yeah, all right, you're out of the podcast. Uh, what, yeah, <laughs> the Middle East. You're out of the podcast, mate. You even have that Mike's monologue thing, which you know. Yeah, weird. which 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 you maintain was a joke, but I'm I, you know yeah, that, I'm going to do Mike's monologue. Those sheets of paper week. didn't look. Yeah, why do Mike's So monologue. why were you making me on a three pieces of paper write your monologue down? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to come to fruition. <laughs> those flashcards looked serious enough to me. Uh, yes, yeah, so... And it took me eight hours to do. Well, there you go, then. I mean, you can't have an eight-hour monologue, but, oh, my God. It's an hour's podcast-ish, give or take. You know, give or take. Um, so, actually, before we get on to sport, I think it's worth noting that um, since I moved to, to Sunday, even though today is Monday, and before that, I've officially given up on Predictor Tron. It's, it's not a thing, mate. It's not going to make us millions. I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm going to do. I feel like a part of me has died inside. I think we all do, Rob, but it's been unmitigatedly uh, shit. kept me going through those 13 days at work in a row was the belief that Predictor Trump <laughs> was going to get you out of that yeah. hellhole. No, we need a new Get Rich Quick scheme. Um, one that doesn't feature Predictor Trump in. Like performing heights. Or... Oh, I could just try redesigning it. Yeah, I think you got to do that. Yeah, you've got to do that. If anyone can. That's where we're at, If then. anyone can, it, it's you, eh? Yeah, okay. So, I reckon... Yeah, I just need, I just need a bit of time, Rob. just need a bit of time to, to redesign your boy's predictor drum. Yeah, and then... Then, then you'll see. Then you'll see. Um, anyway, yeah. So, did you watch any boxing at the weekend, Mike? Uh, now I was working at the weekend, mate. Oh, okay. Good for you. Um... <laughs> Because me and Rob watched the Amir Khan fight in the advert break of a different fight. 
So which fight were you? You were watching um, the um, what's his name? Frampton fight. So we yeah we had Frampton done air on, but I wouldn't say we watched it, a lot of the undercard. We saw no. the in and out. Was, was there any decent fights on any undercard? Uh, to be fair, the Tommy Coyle beat Sean Darby. That was a, a decent enough. It's Tommy Coyle, scrap. the one from Hull. Yeah, the one who got beat by the other one from Hull. Yeah, yeah. So that was like a decent enough scrap. A lot of the Frampton undercard was um, Northern Irish baseball. So yeah, was in but the best Northern Irish guy is what's his name? I saw him fight the other week. Ryan Burnett. Ryan Burnett. Yeah. But uh, we watched a guy who Ryan Burnett's actively ducking. You know, at South African Zalani Teddy, which was one of those fights where we know how good Teddy is, but the other guy came not to. Get knocked yeah. out. So and was... he looked. He, he honestly, I, I I found out later he is like he's old now and used to be good, but he did look a bit like you know someone's dad at the gym doing a bit of sparring. Hasn't he been around for decades? Yeah, like yeah. he was around when he's I was 40. watching a lot of boxing. He's over that 40. was about that yeah. was about ten years ago. He's over forty. Yeah, he looked like someone's slightly suspect dad. Who but was the problem? Where's he from? Teddy. No, Teddy's not. Teddy's, Teddy's like not. young. No, the other, the other guy. guy. The other guy. So yeah. Teddy's from South Africa. We're thinking of Kenny Teddy. Teddy beat um, Paul Place Butler. Price. Like he battered Paul Butler. It's one of the, like, the best mm-hmm. performances we've seen from an overseas fighter in quite some time. I watched but, that fight, yeah. Yeah, he was really good. But on Saturday, the problem was... So what's was, the name of the guy who's been around forever? Uh, no, Narvez or something. I don't know yeah. how you pronounce it. Is he black or white? No, he's, he's, he's Argent- white. Is he Argentinian? Yeah, he looks a bit like an East Enders guy. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I think it's Omar Narvez or something like that. Anyway, um, but Teddy wouldn't step on the pedal and get him out of there or try to. So it's just like a bit of nothing. So Not that sort the Joshua of that sapped the energy out of the crowd. But you know, obviously, Frampton's the main event, so it. Well, you you're a boxing aficionado, so I'm familiar with. Donair's name and he was a big deal wasn't he four so weight world champion yeah, so but what is he at now uh, I mean, Robbie's hoping he'll retire and not become like a, a, you gatekeeper. Know, a gatekeeper so he's is, is he at gatekeeper level now or just he's before? not far no, he's not quite there like he's, he's not ever going to win another world title yeah which is a shame yeah. but anyway, is this the heaviest he's ever been yeah he's at um, featherweight now isn't he what did he start um, less from that like the lower one, so it'd be like flyweight. Hmm. So yeah, he's so like he's, a four-weight world. He was champion. never gonna punch his way out of a bad place. No, and that's his main yeah. thing. So if you, if uh, you can't, from what I remember, it, it wasn't he a bit of a warrior. Um, kind of, but he had like real one punch. Like he, mm-hmm. like you say, he could get himself out of a bad place, out of bad places. But the problem he has now is it, it doesn't translate to the higher. Plus, he, as I was saying to a. He got his soul taken from him by Rigondo. He's not quite like once you get the blueprint on a, a bit, bit like how to be a power guy, then everyone's gonna be like, "Well, if I just box like this and keep myself clean, yeah, then you're so, gonna be." So, but, what's next for Carl Frampton? Seems like he's put himself in line for a um, Josh Warrington fights Lee Selby, doesn't he? I'm guessing he probably does the winner of that. Maybe Josh Warrington's getting beat down. Yeah, if Lee, Se- if Lee Selby... I don't know why. Well, I watched Josh like... against um, that Spanish guy. Yeah, he had a, a rough go of that. And everybody right. beats that Spanish guy. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Even when that Spanish guy was good, everyone. Even of... that bin man beat that yeah. Spanish Rendell guy. Rendell Munro. 
Yeah. Yeah. The boxing bin man. But, who I actually quite liked, even though that sounds disrespectful but he was a bin man yeah, he was. <laughs> his nickname was the boxing yeah. bin man and he came to the ring in the uh, what, what What do you call it like the high bin man the hive is oh, no, yeah. no that is disrespectful <laughs> bin men don't go around in bin bags <laughs> in, in, in clothing in clothing made out of bin bags <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's the first day on your job, mate, as a big man. Is your big man to keep you nice? No, you don't need. No, you don't need to say that. What size are you, mate? I'm large. <laughs> I bet they just bring out a large big man. About <laughs> uh, the so the other thing I was going to say about Khan's fight. So Khan, how long has it been since Khan fight? Like two that? years, two, but two years without a fight. Right? Uh, but, I didn't see the fight, but he did look in good shape no. in the way in. Yeah, yeah he, like, didn't, he didn't look podgy. He's like beat he the guy in under the a minute. He's most ripped he's ever been. Well, he's got he a new trainer. He's got a new trainer. Also, oh, he must have lost a bit of weight in Matt Jungle. That's fucking weird. They all lose weight in Matt Jungle. But can't... There's two things, obviously, when you get knocked out cold like that, but there's got to be like... An, is it 90-day oh, protocol where you can't like put yourself forward for you know any contacts or whatever? But then he had like hand surgery or something. So that's why he's been out for... Yes. A while, but I was, I was surprised he, looks, he looks sharp. But as we're saying, also, to isn't you, this the first time he's knocked someone out in quite some while? Yeah, it was, like it was totally. I mean, the hands well. must have been a real nah, problem. No, I it. think he would have beaten this guy. Like any it, time it was, of his career. it was I mean, completely this guy, pointless. Well, this guy wasn't. Well, not really. It's been well, two guy, years out. He did need this guy. No, but no, he, he didn't. Ra- he needed, needed like rounds. you need. Like I two, think three he, I think he needed like literally a this, guy that you just walk what, out punch and that's it. What I, I mean, say is that Rob said that point. this guy had a padded record, but to look at his record because I didn't see the fight, but looking at his record, easy fight. But the guy's been out two years. I'd have thought that guy'd have taken him like five rounds or something. But that guy though talked his way in. Like it's the right. you know. I mean, he was it's, out. It's who modern would... boxing. Like he talked his way on Twitter into getting himself. Good for him, though. Good yeah, day. like, fair play to him, but, you know, Amir Khan, I think, needed rounds. So, yeah, who would, who would senior our boxing aficionado, who would you have put him in there with? I, I mean, I'd have gone with someone who was essentially no punching threat, but you could... I mean, someone that domestic, like, you, you've got to look at, or, you know, one of those guys for Carter, Kel Brook for, like, Bizier or Jojo Dan could have... Double you know, job. Yeah, where like speaking you know, of Kelbuck. You know, where Khan can sort of you know, feel his way the in. Boxer take a few uh, the Glamazon. Always the Glamazon, but in this case the boxer. Have you seen Kelbrook recently actually? Not Kelbrook, Kelly Brook. No, I imagine she's still well fit though. Looking real nice. Yeah. Anyway, so Kelbrook <laughs> came out in a very WWE end to, to, to that boxing match and they had a bit of a but it they was, were both in the ring, and it was. The, I've the, seen a, I've seen a still rubbish. picture of the that jokes, rubbish. like Ambia between each other, were awful. Yeah, and, it was and terrible. I don't like the gloves it's are like off anyway, but if they do ever get it on, the gloves are off. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah, like it's gonna be unwatchable. But the problem is <laughs> also like, much respect to Kel Brook, but every time I hear him talk, I do want to say Bo Selector. <laughs> yeah, I know. He does have a very, also very strong Chevrolet Also, his right hand is a chocolate brownie, which makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, also, it's racist on himself. It is a little, yeah. Um, I think he beats Amir Khan. I don't think. But me and Rob were having this... No, I agree with you on that. Me and Rob were having this very discussion uh, about two hours ago before we had fried mm. chicken. And uh, my view on it is, um, if Amir Khan... Uh, is 
smart or the team behind him are smart, he has still a lot of juice left at the way he's fighting at. Like he can win a world title if he fights the right people. But if he and I think he's got a better career in front of him than Kel Brook has, because as Rob said, his weight division. What weight's he fighting at? Light middle, Light so middle one five four. Is stacked. Yeah. But if they meet, Kel Brook knocks him out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. But with I think that. it'd be one of those fights sense. though yeah. where like <clears throat> I think Khan like I think I don't think it'd go short. I think it'd be a fairly long. Yeah, one. so do I. And I think Khan would be ahead on the scorecards quite comfortably before he would probably meet his. His hunting's money demise. Because the problem with Khan, though, me and Aid were talking about this. Mainly, Rob, I just sat there listening. Is like he doesn't change tempo. It's all the same pace. Like it's really fast hands, but at the very top level, guys eventually go. Hang on, he's just the cadence is the same. I can time him better now. Yeah. Like you saw at the start with Canelo, like Canelo had problems the first what three rounds where he was struggling to pin Khan down, and Man. then once you realise that once he couldn't settled into it, yeah, hurt Canelo, and Canelo was like, I can time him a bit better now, and he was always getting that little bit closer every round, and then by the end, it was just also well, it's like Canelo is a criminal. He, he is, is, yeah. It's like baseball, I mean, it? like a fastball is good, but if you do it every get every time at the same pace. People are just going to start sm- Well, if you just end up there. throwing it in the same, like you say, yeah. the same place every time, if it's the same velocity, then, then eventually just he's going to start it. getting smacked. Also, I don't know how much it had to do with his hand surgery, but it was a bit pitter-patter. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. Yeah, he doesn't... Yeah. Well, I think that also comes down to him fighting a lot heavier. Fighting, and it, and it not yeah. translate. fighting real middleweights. Yeah. yeah well, I, well, I wouldn't say Canelo's a, a proper... Middleweight, but he's heavier just, guys. I just say he's a drug cheat and should be banned for life. He just had, he's not some he bad, bad meat, meat mate. He's bad meat. Like, like all Well, Mexicans. if he has bad meat, then I take it back. Like all Mexicans. And then there was an interview like, like two years ago which said the only meat he eats is chicken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was like, you can't get that. Yeah, but, but the chicken said, that he was eating was fed. Look, I'm, on, I'm on record for this. Like, look, you were over the legal limit and I'm sorry, you're using Mexican meat because. And then you're going, everyone knows it's got this stuff in. I mean, you're not allowed to eat Mexican meat for a fight. But if this was a re- if this was a real thing, like it's happened before with yeah. like you just said. Gotta get it in Surely you'd avoid that yeah. meat. That's, that's oh, yeah. still of on you, mate. Like even if it But well, obviously it's just not true. But all this chat is bullshit because like you yeah, just it's said, just not true. it's just but, not true. But I did like um before one of Golovkin's fights. In fact, yeah, before just like they do like a tail of the tape and they did like a weird thing. They're like Golovkin's favorite, you know, things in life. Food was just meat, <laughs> so it just said favorite food. Then meat, not like any meat, like beef, lamb, chicken. Whatever, just whatever said meat. you can kill and eat. Favorite food, meat. Yeah, it's just what right. it was about. I was watching. And I bet he asks without bread. <laughs> yeah, like a, no bread. <laughs> that's that's what he is. He's a he's a machine. I um I was watching on YouTube. I was I started off with some Lennox Lewis knockouts. I've never seen his knockout Frank Bruno before. That was pretty brutal. No one wants to watch that. But like, as I was saying to, to Rob, like, yeah, if, if you like Frank Bruno, it's not good watching. Because there was a bit where he's legitimately just holding his head and punching it. I forget um, who said it, were, but a boxing expert said about Frank Bruno, one of the biggest fallacies about Frank Bruno is people said he had a weak chin. Didn't have a weak chin. He just didn't know how to protect, protect right. himself. Yeah, he took way too many punches. When he was like, under attack, he had no defence, basically. 
Because his chin was alright. His chin was very he took, good. He took a lot yeah. of really solid blows. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately for Frank, too many. Yeah, fact. Which is a shame because I uh, really like Frank. As a man. How can you not? How can you and an entertainer. Yeah, he was really good lad. Good lad, Frankie. Not even being sarcastic. I really no, like Frank no, me neither at all. He's a really <coughs> nice guy. Um, anyway, let's, so let's move on then. Yeah, so I, I, I want to talk to you, Rob. Do you want to talk to me? I do, mate. Yeah. I thought you might want to talk well, to you. Not only are you a boxing aficionado, <laughs> you're also a it's Syria a Deeply, deeply obsessed with Syria is, is your love. To the point where, with all due respect to your Rob, I think his obsession with Syria occasionally colours his footballing opinions. I'd say often. Yeah, I, I, I think you Fair. occasionally give too much weight to the Italian league, particularly in the period when it's been a bit shit. It's fair. Yeah. Well, look at it now. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it. But actually, before Still we get shit. onto it, no, no, it's going to be. Before gone, we get onto it, like the like Serie A is a league on the up. Like it genuinely is. Like you've got obviously Roma, are, you know, they're not amazing, but they've they've done they've good just things. Been the team that is going unbeaten. Yeah, they beat Barca. You've got Napoli of a team on the up. Juve there, Inter have got money now. Milan claim to have money, although it looks like it might be lies. Lazio were decent. Like there's, a, where, and if you compare that to say what's happening in Spain, we talked about this on the podcast a bit last week. But like the Spanish league is, it's treading water, lads. Like, I'd say, I'd say it's more than it's it's in peril. Yeah. Like I say, we did uh, talk about this, this last week. There's the legs are real kicking. Yeah. Below the water in the Spanish league. So, like, I think Italy is a league on the up. I think France is a league on the up. I think German football is stagnating somewhat. So I say the league's in good condition. They're just hurt by... Yeah, well, they, they've sat... by Munich. It, like, they've had their first kind of muting of getting rid of that 50 plus one as well, which would be... Bad idea. It's a bad idea for for how they run it and everything, but really, I mean, if they want like a, a league where there's more than one team who can compete with, like you know, the Paris Saint Germain, City, whatever, they, then they yeah. The, the difference with like say Paris and Bayern is, yeah, Paris are buying like Mbappe and you know rival yeah. players, but they're still spending a fortune. Like Bayern are literally buying best players for nothing. Like yeah. Goretzka, like Lewandowski, they've got such a pull on the league. Team well, players been, are just it's going. It's the like, same tactic from. It's yeah, even a think on their Wikipedia page, it's like a genuine yeah. strategy. It's, yeah, but, Who's, but who were the best teams in that team that came set? Best players, sorry. We'll have <laughs> we'll have Balak, we'll have Zeroberto. Yeah, for, for years, Lucio. Yeah. yeah, they didn't take Lucio, did they? Did they take Lucio? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, they took. Yeah, but they actually spent money on Lucio. Ah, well, fair, fair enough then. <laughs> but, but yeah. Anyway, back to Syria. So obviously, big news of the weekend, and just like I think you retweeted that thing about how the Liverpool fans are. Oh, we create the best atmosphere when a coach arrives. Yeah, no, you don't. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> well, from that was Well, uh, my girlfriend's family are from Naples. Mm. Um, she says it's. A crazy, crazy place. It is, mate. Like, it's... Yeah, there's, I, uh, I there's thousands with... at the airport just seeing them off. I work with a... <laughs> I work with a Colombian chef, and he went to Naples, and he said he was scared. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> but... He said it was too much for him. Did the Colombian chef. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's insane. But, so, so, just to fill in anyone who wasn't aware, so... 
Uh, four games to go after after the, the Napoli-Juve game yesterday. Juve were four points ahead going into it. So essentially, a win there ends the league. A draw ends the league. Yeah. How I mean, many games not, are left? Four. There's four. Uh, and um, Rob, weren't you telling me that um, Juve's games remain they, are a lot harder than Napoli's? Yeah, they have. Yeah. Is it Inter away? Well, they've got away? Inter away next, and then they've got Roma away before the end of the Have season. we said that Napoli won yet? No, I was coming no, to that. I'm getting to it. 90th minute from a corner. Did you watch it? Um, I wasn't really watching. I, I wasn't really watching it. I watched the last twenty minutes. Like I watched the last twenty minutes full on because I take it you watched it yeah. from the beginning. So I watched. We obviously broke to our food for about thirty minutes. So I missed mm. about the middle. What do you we... have? Uh, oh, sausage and mash. Yeah, decent. I'm never gonna call it bangers and mash roll ads. Never. Why not? I don't know really. I just I just don't like the sound. What did Bodger and Badger call it? Just mashed potato. There was no sausage there's no sausage that ruins your argument he was a yeah. he was yeah. a vegeta- was Bodger a vegetarian just, or was he no Bodger? I just liked his mash didn't he Bodger just loved mashed potato can we, can, we, can we look after the podcast on if Bodger or, or Badger are dead because I think the actual and guy dies was a puppy like well, the badger's not well, really I assume Bodger dies with Badger but yeah. I think the actual human involved died this year did he um, but we'll, we'll we'll look after. Yeah, because if not, that's a scandalous accusation. Um, anyway, so uh, so yeah, so because I think me and Rob had both got to the point in that match where we we're like, yeah, Napoli are out on their feet here. They've you know they've given it everything, but like you, they have have done well to you know cynically close them down and like they this is you know decent for them of how to kill a game. And ninetieth minute corner and your boy Cooler Valley just absolutely. As a towering head, I might. Will, will we see him in the Premiership next year? Um, because it, it was muted soon. a lot this year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was muted a, a hell of a lot. This but that, year. I say to Adrian, that just proves like how good Sari is because he was a laughing stock before Sari got his hands on him. Mertens wasn't a striker. Mertens was like Mertens was one. I know he's one. going on a bad run at the minute where he's not scored in like seven mm. games, but. You know, the last two years since Higuain's gone, he's been amazing. Well, I think he got his chance because that Polish guy. Yeah, Milik's had two really bad injuries, but he, he came was, up. He's... He was the replacement for Higuain, wasn't he? Yeah. He was supposed to be, yeah. But um, he got injured twice, quite long injuries, and they sort of changed how they play, though. So everything's on the floor. Mm-hmm. Like The only thing Napoli put in the air is when Insigne has the ball on the left, and he tries and hits like a diagonal. Uh-huh. And Callahan's always on the back post. They score a lot of goals. Yeah. Like Callahan has apparently trademarked to run. And I, the commentator said it, and apparently he's trademarked the run, and I was like, yeah, he does do that a lot. Well, it's Wikipedia in Napoli a few weeks ago, and he's had a great record since going there from Madrid, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been really good. But it was it was a game yesterday where it was such a contrast where Juve, that functioning machine, and they're trying to... Not, if anything, Juve, they'll probably look back on it and think, could we have played to win? Like, yeah. they were sort of... But I think that's been a lot of... Every time I've seen Juve uh, in big games, like they're very good at it, but I always think very cynical. Yeah, they they are. They've they always they weren't like helped by Chiellini getting injured very early, and he is yeah. cynicism. Yeah, <laughs> the embodiment of cynicism. <laughs> he, he just goes around being a big cynic. Also, he's got that. He's very like easy on the way down. Like he's yeah, the he's... biggest. I always hate footballers like this. 
you know, he's the big, like the hardest, most aggressive kind of guy, like defending. But when he's put under pressure, he it's is. Like, he's got, me there. He's got so much gamesmanship. Yeah, he's That's a, a nice. He's way. a monster. He's basically though. a cheat. He is. He is basically a cheat. But as I was saying, Rob, like I, I think that result wins Napoli the league. I think uh, they win it for me. I don't. I do. I think. Like I, it was like it's it's a huge like, I emotionally would, it's a I huge would say result. but you're um, our, you're our aficionado Rob so you have the last word <laughs> I would say usually no but on the back of that and the Real Madrid debacle and uh, as you told me before the podcast tougher fixtures tougher fixtures I think Juve slip up somewhere like not maybe lose but just a draw means that they're yeah. they're out of first place I think Napoli like Aid said. I think that's a result, which means they're not going to drop any points now. Also, Rob, just before, uh, just to tidy up this uh, Serie A feature, it's got to be Buffon's last year, has it not? You'd think so. I mean, that seems like where we were at with Buffon, as in... Because that's the guy they've got there, in to replace him is already there, and didn't he, the year before this, have a really, really good season? Yeah, absolutely. He won, like, the... Best goalkeeper or something best... for the last two years or something at Rome. Like, like, yeah. He was keeping yeah. out the guy who's amazing at Rome. Like the guy that Chesney at uh, Roma uh, is at a higher level than Buffon is now. By a mile. Like, yes, the, uh, he's, yeah. the thing with, with Buffon, I mean, for starters, Chesney was keeping out Alisson, who's like what seen on form as one of the best keepers yeah, in the world. Yeah, but it is a woman. It is, yeah. But anyway, like the thing with Buffon is we give him so much credit now in games I watch for just making routine saves. Yeah, like we're, sh- we're shocked that he's now. Yeah, but just... we do that a lot with our heroes. Yeah. Like I've seen, I've seen a lot of UV games where he's made like just to repeat what you said, a routine save, and the commentator's like, "Oh, there he is! It's Buffon again! Oh, what a save!" But I did enjoy that. But he has fucked up twice. Um, you didn't mention that. I did enjoy that Crotone fr- initially threw it back the title race with a yeah. great draw at home to Juve was it Wednesday when that <laughs> yeah. guy scored a bicycle kick to <laughs> yeah, make it, was, it one up it was bloody ridiculous is it Simi Simi or Simi we never settled on what his name actually <laughs> he was just was. called Simi or something scored again yesterday Simi did he though no, he actually did yeah. that was a fine goal but yeah I think that's the, the league you've got to look out for for the last four games of your season because there's yeah. good games the rest of the way but Every game between Juve and Napoli now has got you know a lot riding on it. You know if they all, if they win three games, it still goes for the last day. Yeah, like there'll still be something to play for. And the Champions League runs like, you know, it's close. We've Inter a fifth, so they're not going to be where are Lazio fourth, I think. But they've scored the most goals, but conceded like over how have um, how have Milan done since Gattuso's? Well, they've, basically, how have they done since Arsenal beat them? Uh, not that great. Do you think they were? Do you think Milan were a bit? Yeah. What's that word for? Uh, is it presumptuous or something like that? In, uh, yeah, I'm giving him a three-year contract. A bit preemptive. Yeah, a bit preemptive. Yeah. but we'll yeah. see. Next year we'll have a full like, yeah, pre-season and stuff. The, I mean, the concern with with the Gattuso strike uh, contract is look, is this because we don't actually have any money? I mean, is that? See, that's what I thought. That's yeah. You get if you've got these grand plans to get back in the big time, you don't give Gattuso a free year, do you? No, that would be worrying. Yeah. Right. So we uh, well, there's one big topic left. There's two topics left, but yeah, let's. What's what's the topic that is an Arsenal? 
oh, it's it's our new podcast yeah. feature that you don't know about. Which, so, I, well, despite it, you've actually been told twice about. You, you, you both have filled me in. Yeah, so last week not, was, was the best, best striker <laughs> of the 90s. You filled me in wrong. So I think this, that's illegal. Yeah, yeah it is. Just, yeah. If yeah. he fills me in, it's, it's all It's right. recently legal. Um, <laughs> so this well, it wouldn't be because it would be rape because I wouldn't let you do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, so this, this week is, is best goalkeeper of the 90s. But So who did you agree on as best striker of the 90s last week? I... Or not agree on. I eventually grudgingly accepted Batsuva. As part of this feature, got to be as a group, we have to agree on a, 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 an answer. Well, I think what we did last week was we, we sort of went through the names that yeah. comprised of like a top five. Some, and then afterwards, we went and Googled what other people thought. And we came pretty close. Who was it? Like, there was one person who, did you go we for like, who we didn't mention and we were like, okay, fair enough. But I can't remember who it was. Because, like, but there were people that they didn't say, so they didn't was, say Davos, who cared? Yeah, we I mentioned like, Suka. Suka, like, yeah. Yeah, he was. He but was, there, was, was, there was someone, I remember they mentioned someone, and we were both like, actually, that is fair, we should have mentioned Davos, Suka scored that goal against the guy who will be my answer this week. But I said Ditto. last week, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> so who did you agree on last week? Back to Stuart. Right, I'm yeah, all in for that, yeah, I agree. So, so goalkeeper. Um. Well, for me, it's Schmeichel, and I hate the bastard, but it's got to be him. For me, it's Schmeichel as well, and I love the bastard. <laughs> for me, it's Schmeichel by Country Mile, and again, but, I love but the But who would be our... Yeah, um... so so we'll, we'll move on from that. So, like, because this is what I was saying to Rob, like, if you had a... Yeah, but who'd be your shortlist if you had a shortlist? Because I feel like goalkeeper's harder, because I don't remember the 90s as a massively standout... All right, so let's go through the big... So, in Italy, who would be their premier goalie of the night? So, they were saying Perozzi. But I don't think big... he was that amazing. I'd pa- say Pagliuca. Pagliuca. I'd go Pagliuca for yeah, that. Pagliuca. I mean, Buffon, you could say five years, but he was still no, like no, 22. You, can't, you can't have your Buffon in, no, this, no, in this debate. No. So, it'd be, Pagli- it it'd be Pagliuca or yeah. Perozzi. And then there's guys who have, like, half and half. So, Buffon yeah. had half. Walter Zenger had half. Yeah, there's rap Like you have guys, guys who not. For me, we have to we have to stick on the the guys who who yeah. went as good as as much as possible. Full. Yeah, and so it would have to be between Paliuka and Perotti. And I'd go Paliuka. I'd go Paliuka because he never had any issues with diet pills. That was Perotti, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah. yeah, I'd go on Paliuka because he was more handsome. He was a lot more handsome. And yeah. less fat. Was Toldo a 90s guy, do we remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah Toldo. Toldo. Yeah. Yeah, I changed my mind now. I, I might be Toldo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd go. It's either Toldo or Paliuka for me. I think Parozzi was a, you know, if any Juventus fans are listening, I apologise. A product of how good they were as a team defensively. Yeah. Like Who I went for a phase. I'm not. I've said this probably before. I went for a phase because I used to watch Italian football even as a kid, like every week. Where I genuinely thought in my head I'd never seen him concede a goal, and then when I saw him concede three against United, I was like, "Oh my god!" To be fair, like, though, at that time, what's going on, guys? You, you I'm was going to have to quickly pause for a podcast. Bye. All right, now we're back in the game. We're back in the game. Sorry about that, lads. Uh, but like, yeah, uh, your mum called twice. You're yeah, not so, so so my mum called when I didn't answer. Called again. So obviously, I was like, oh my god, my house is on fire or that's, something. That's heart palpitations. When yeah, you get that's the like a, ooh, one after it, the other. Especially turns, from someone who doesn't have, like, you know, previous of doing that. Yeah, but it turns out she just can't work a mobile phone. And 
have to leave That's me reason as any. <laughs> Matt urgently phoned me again. I still get worried, but my gran has a <laughs> lot of previous in doing that. Yeah. You know, once she's wronged me, quick fire after not getting me to tell me that she can't ring me later because she's watching Death in Paradise. <laughs> that is fair enough. That is fair enough. And I've shouted, Gran, I don't know how you would be ringing, but I thought you were dead. Don't do that again. <laughs> don't ever do that again. Anyway, um, so so yeah, I mean, it's pretty much Michael, isn't it? What was going on in, in Spain? Me and Rob had this discussion last... Where's Canizares? Is he... Or is he more 2000? Plus, Canizares... Not that good. Plus, like, Canizares got dropped yeah. when they won the Champions League. So, Bodo Wilgner. Yeah. Maybe another candidate, I don't know. Well, he's not. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> me, me and him have this conversation. Like, overall, the 90s was a bit of a fallow period. Well, you have your man's Dave Seaman. Yeah, Seaman's not a bad Seaman's in there, Oliver Kahn. Yeah, Oliver Kahn had What's the guy who was better than him as well? Andy Kopka. Andy Kopka. Could you give him a little bit of... Yeah, like, they're all... We had uh, at Liverpool the enigma... Of an enigma that was David James. Not good, just just longevity. Who had the body of Tarzan, <laughs> but um, the handling abilities of me. Fucking James. James. Yeah. Yeah. Which oh, that's sexist. That is sexist. What? Yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't be sexist like, I've anymore. Never, I've never fun. seen him play, but that Belgian guy gets a lot of notoriety. Prove yeah. Yeah. He won. He was. He did. He get goalkeeper. The best goalkeeper at ninety. Four or something at the World Cup. He did his best work at Benfica. But like, again, no, no, from we're, what we're I clutching read, at straws. From what I read, he did his yeah. best at some Belgian team, but I can't remember it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, when you did your best work for a Belgian club team, you best won't work. be ready for Cups, to be fair. To be fair to that shitbag, <laughs> <laughs> just because we're not familiar with him, it means he was but shit. He, it, but from what I've like watched clips of him, he seems very showy. Mm. Well, well, like you know, he'd be tipping stuff over the bar, which you could probably. It was a bad era for the goalies because, internationally wise, the most successful was probably Tafarel, but it's because he played for Brazil, and I always thought he was a bit suspect. Yeah, his his club career was mostly in Turkey, was it like Galatasaray, Parma, which he played there. Rusty again. I mean, he flopped at Barca as well. Yeah. wouldn't buy it. No, my favourite goalie of the night. Thomas Ravelli. No. Um, he was all right. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. Uh, I think he might have got best goalkeeper. Was, he stay, was it George Campos? Oh, the guy yeah. designed his own goalkeeping yeah. top. So, Mexico. He was a bit mental, George. And his, his, like the uh, Paraguayan keeper. Shilliver. Yeah, Shilliver his main thing, like when he was always yeah. playing, the commentators would be always like, he does he's really good with his feet and he can score free kicks <laughs> yeah. and stuff. And George Campos, though, had a lot of colour in his shirts because he just designed yeah. it himself. Did, also, just on a complete side note, earlier today, in, in a weird incident, I, I, I remembered Martin Darlene, just, just had a quick remembrance of his, of his career, and then just went on about my business. Well, uh, Darlene well, and Broly were hot shit. Yeah, I they? loved them. I loved the both well, of them. Yeah, definitely Broly, man. But Darlene was, was good, but like Broly Because he'd done it in a league the... where defenders dominated Italy, so everyone was like, oh, Thomas Broly's going to be amazing. Well, I remember coming like, out of that World Cup thinking, yeah, Broly was good, but Mike Darlene's where it's at. He wasn't where it's at. And uh, Broly may have been where he was at, but got he fat. seemed to visit Greg's a lot when he got yeah. to England. He blamed Yorkshire pudding. As a <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh yeah, it's loaded up in Yorkshire pudding. I've got a problem. <laughs> and he's like, okay, fair enough, Thomas. We've all been there. We've all been there, Rob. 
We have, mate. Yeah. 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 So you you said your man's Dave Seaman. He was very good. He was, yeah. Very. Yeah, he'd been with discussion. I think there's mm. like we've said. I think it's, it's Jamaica on his own, and then there's like guys in a table or where you could yeah. mix and match. You. I mean, this discussion's almost null and void because Schmeichel was the go by a long, long distance, and I'd say still in my lifetime because I can't talk about like that Soviet keeper because yeah. I never saw like, that. Yeah. Uh, or Dino's off um, but Schmeichel's the best goalkeeper I've ever seen he was very very good and um, I don't know as much as I like Buffon like yeah, yeah I still think I think I, I still think Schmeichel's head and shoulders above him but maybe that's because I saw more of Schmeichel play yeah but he was maybe. so much better than everyone else in the Premier League yeah, he was quite a lot better. Yeah, because yeah, we had Peggy out of it. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so shall we move on to, to the Arsenal thing, just to round off? So, Fenger's obviously finally decided to call it a day. Um, not of his own volition. Really no, of course well. not. But That's been sacked. He's been sacked. He's been sacked. He's been but, escorted out of, uh, as Rob filled me in with this knowledge uh, just before, the stadium that he actually designed. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought... Well, help design. Yeah. But still, you know, like, it had a big imprint in well, like, not just financing it, no, but yeah, yeah. like how it's, like, you know, what's inside and stuff. But me and Rob were watching the TV just before and uh, it showed a net spend of the period in which the stadium was being planned. You know, that 10-year period. Yeah. Um, what was it? It was till... So it's like 2004 till 13. So that, that period where he didn't really... I know he won an FA Cup in 05, yeah. but really the, the period where he didn't actually win anything. He uh, had... His net spend, the net spend was plus 20 million in that period. That's right. The, the lowest out of the other big teams was Liverpool, apart from that. They were plus 160. Yeah. That's what that lad did. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those That's things... That's what you had to do. Like I, like I was saying to Rob the other day, I, I do think that with a bit more distance and, and looking back, I, I think his managerial career will, will be remembered in a not dissimilar way to Brian Clough at Nottingham Forest. Where it's like, yeah, we won loads of stuff at, at the start, but no one goes, and then it went a bit shit with Brian Clough. Cause, well, Brian Clough, actually, is quite similar to Wenger, because if you... Yeah. And then he had to build, rebuild the city ground. Yeah, then yeah. he had like people. People yeah. forget that about. But not just the, the ground. Though, if you remember when Wenger first arrived, like the training ground wasn't solely Arsenal's. Mm. So like they couldn't apparently train in the afternoons because it was bed rugby, like a rugby team there. So what Wenger did was when he sold Nicholas Avelke, he used that money to buy Thierry Henry. And a new training ground. You know what Wenger's legacy is hurt by as well, I think, by other Arsenal fans. Well, by Arsenal fans, because I'm not mm. one. That George Graham was in such close proximity, which makes Arsenal just from feel a, like success is ingrained. Because it wasn't. Because before George Graham, the only thing they could hang their hat on was like, Charlie George I was going to say like, if Charlie George is at least yeah. on the bench for your greatest ever like squad I, then your, t- I, your where, club's not rich in history that's, yeah that, like, where how how come Arsenal fans think that they're so big I don't know like, with their had, history well, their had, history like, is pretty shit they had a uh, Herbert Chapman they had Herbert Chapman like 
keyboard. Which it doesn't count, mate. No, we all know this. Yeah, we had Herbert Chapman, which by and large, you know, it was ages ago. Then we had Bertie Me, which was also ages ago. Then nothing till George Graham. We have an FA yeah. Cup here and there. What you like? The, the funny thing How is, did George Graham win three, two. I think he won. Yeah, pretty sure he won three. I think it was two. I think it was two. I don't. I don't. It think, wasn't three. I don't think he had time. For and three. I don't think he got close apart from the ones he. But like, I think when he didn't win the league, he finished like seven. So let's say it was two. I know that year that they came, that they won the double, a double. They won the league cup and the FA Cup, beating yeah. Sheffield Wednesday they both times. Twice. Yeah. Um, and they dropped. They came like tenth that year or something. Yeah, exactly. And like, I, I think they're in first. They won the cup with this cup. That's what, made, cup that's that's what made me laugh. Though mm. was it like this year or last when people were like it's never been worse for this for Arsenal? Have you like not seen their history and stuff? It's like been, it has. It has, <laughs> it has been like Wenger's paid the price for the lofty expectations that, that he's he created. Himself has set. Like we had this conversation Graham. once. Well, yeah, but, but but he's taken it as a brand to like a more like worldwide. Well, he's 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 definitely level. changed one nil to the Arsenal. Yeah, like he won it in a in a lot greater Bas- style. Basically, he and Rob's a, a big fan of this line of argument. I, I I've noticed, but like he essentially, like he set set Arsenal up as like it's all Zor United for for like a, a, like seven eight years. Like, he made them, like, basically, essentially, if United didn't win the league, Arsenal were going to, like, um, you know, like, we didn't even have to slip that, know, that is really a place in, yeah. in the annals of, you know, what teams have achieved and the sizes yeah. of the club. That is a place that he, they really don't deserve that well, level of well, expectation. Well, Gary Neville says it, doesn't he? Like, he said it where, he said two things. He said one way, he was like, that's the best team he's ever played against, that Arsenal team. And... We hated him, which is the greatest compliment I can give Wenger. Like we, re- like it changed how we had to play. Oh, not re- you know, we were really like hated that they had, you know, at times success over us and stuff. But if you yeah. think about like the size of Arsenal, even when Wenger was doing well at the beginning, like Overmars did well. Yeah, like thanks, but I want to go somewhere bigger now. Petit, Petit did so. well. Cheers, lads, but I want to go somewhere bigger. Anelka, <laughs> cheers, lads. But I want to fuck off. Actually, Anelka didn't even say cheers. No, he didn't. Yeah, he just, just, just stormed out. But <laughs> even even their big players, you know, when things were going well in their early run, were like, yeah, this has been great, but, you know, I want to be at somewhere bigger than Arsenal. Mm. Even Vieira. I mean, it's different. We, Henri doesn't, I think, fall into the same category as the names we've just said, but Henri did it eventually. Yeah, yeah, he did it in a nice No one way, was doing though. that at Man United. No, no, not with anything like that regularity, no. But yeah, like I, th- I think as well, like Wenger, like Wenger now. Looking back, like it won't be, but Wenger now suffers from like he suffers from what like what a lot of innovators suffer from. You know, it's like yeah, but everyone's on the bandwagon now. So what else have you got? So, yep. I start this goddamn bandwagon wagon when I get no credit. We like, had all sorts we're all of like, we're all like weird sort of like everything was perfectionist. Like you had your water at room mm. temperature because you can digest it quicker or something stupid or you know if you had sugar in your tea or coffee there's like a certain way that you'd you had to stir it. Yeah, it was all sorts of like stuff where yeah now everyone's doing it but there was a time where apart from your man's Dr. Joseph Venglas which the Premier League wasn't ready for uh, you know, no like, one was doing it Ian Wright uh, is a big 
fan of uh, you know the, the methods which Wenger bought in and the diet and the training and the um, pills that he made him take. He said when he went to West Ham, they wouldn't give him the uh, like the pills that like and the the um, what would you call them? Not like nutrients. vitamins. Yeah, the bit that like he went when he was playing at West Ham. He went back to Arsenal to like get that kind of stuff because uh, like Frank. Uh, he was quite critical of uh, what's his name, Frank Lampard Senior. They were like, "Yeah, whatever, Ian." Like they wouldn't, even they wouldn't get on board. And yeah, like you know, people. I tell you what, actually, uh, Paul Merson was on talking about the, the things that Benger did when he came in, and you know, I'm not questioning what Benger was revolutionary, but when you hear Paul Merson describe the way that you know he revolutionised it, like you just sat there going. Mate, sounds like you were just criminally unprofessional. Like, <laughs> like he saw me drinking beer at training. It's like, yeah, all that. But, but, he didn't but, actually say that. The whole league was like that. Yeah, well, it's very much but so. Yeah. Bowl, you know, he took three out of seven in his first, like, seven full years in the Premier League against the United team that was already a dynasty. Like, that's pretty good. It's pretty decent. Like, you can't knock it out. and... You know, no, the they, Arsenal team United. with the kind of a structure which, unless you're an Arsenal fan, you know, United are a global big... Even yeah, then, United, you know, United the were still team. spending more... Like, Arsenal were still mm. trying to, not take punts on players, but we still, you know, were trying to mm. find gems. Like, Vieira wasn't ready-made. But and you even forget, Overmars was a, yeah, he was shit at wherever he was before. Let's give him a chance. It wasn't shit, he was just injury-prone. So they were yeah. like... Burkamp yeah, Burkamp was, really was in shit in Italy like, also signed by Vitriac no one had heard of Emmanuel Petit before they brought him in yeah exactly even the really early ones yeah I think actually like coming back to I th- did we talk about the Buffon thing last week on, on yeah. the podcast like someone ridiculously suggesting that Buffon tarnished his legacy with his, how he treated Mark Oliver I mean yeah he was a massive prick but no, that's, it'll be that's a, not how it people won't even remember. be a footnote. Like Venger, Venger well, finishes. He's a dad headbutt. Well, he mentioned this. He says he's a dad headbutt. Someone can't kick someone in the face. Suarez bit two people. Like no one cares. But my point like these two years where where Venger, you know, as 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 kind of looked like he's not helping Arsenal anymore. Like not like years to come, no one will remember that. Well, I've I've been a crit critique of Wenger in his last few years um, just because I think the signings he's made how much he's had to do with them or what the circumstances are been in him getting them I think he's made some bad signings yeah um, I mean I think we discussed think this they've got away signs. from the model that actually worked for but him. to to go just to try and tie like it some into people go we shouldn't yeah like Serge Gnabry yeah just to tie into like the ox yeah, just to tie in more like what the current climate of football is, me, me and Aid have spoken about this, yeah. you know, off air. But it says a lot about where Arsenal are resources wise. If you're telling me if you sat down with Wenger and went, would you want to keep Mustafi? He'd be like, fuck no. <laughs> but we paid this for him, so we have to give it every possible chance yeah. to work. You can't just discard him and loan him to somewhere where they're I getting mean, no money like Mangala. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, the perfect, you know, yeah. Uh, like you know, to to back that up would be, yeah. But he spent yeah. But City do that. They spend forty million like, on Mangala. City, he don't work. 
he's not yeah, worth less move replaced on. him with yeah. John Stones, who they're now going to replace with someone else for more money. The thing, yeah. is, well, we already have Laporte, Did but we... the thing with Wenger though is, like you were saying, the transfers, a lot of them, the big ones, have been bad. But because Arsenal aren't set up where they can just turf him out, even on loan, just get him out of the club, he's paying a big price for just having to stick with him and, and also, hoping they're going to become good. And you can see from the get-go that Mustafi's shit. Also, I, or I, Jack is not a thirty-five million centimetre. But they're in that horrible place, which uh, well, Liverpool still are in. But you know, thank Klopp for or whoever's yeah, responsible. Been relatively good. They've all been. Unbelievable, unmitigated successes. Yeah. They're in that horrible bit, Arsenal, where you know they want to sign someone better than Mustafi. You know they want to sign someone who better than Xhaka, but they can't get the top of the table because they can't go toe to toe with United. No. Or, yeah. So they have to get that mid-range. But they can't even go toe to toe with Chelsea yeah. when people go like, "Why don't they buy Can hey, Chelsea got him?" They did, and Chelsea beat them to it. Like, it happens, very yeah, richer. People seem to make the case that Wenger, like, turned him down. No. He went... That's weird. And uh, I think we've mentioned this before, but there was, like, um, you have a French guy who does European football on BT, the journalist, like Julian Lorenz or something. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he knows his stuff, whatever. Like, he was saying, uh, I couldn't believe it. You know, Kante went to Leicester... Miss a trick, Wenger. I can't believe what he's scouting. Like, didn't see it. But no one, no other team was queuing up to sign it. He went Leicester. Also, your bell end. There was no scouting involved in Cante. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, I've you... seen seen the the Leicester guys talk about it, and obviously they'll say, yeah, we we did all this, but like they they claim that there was some metric on which they, mm. they knew he was going to be good. But actually, sorry, I, I misheard that. I thought you were talking about the scouting for when. He went from Leicester to... No. But then, like you say, every every team in the Premier League apart from Leicester missed the trick. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And also, (laughs) but like the interview I heard where... Is it Matt Elliott, but not that one? Was saying, oh yeah, we we saw this about him and like we knew that would work. Like what he was actually saying was Nam Palace Mendy is the same profile of player, but Nam Palace Mendy is crap. So, yeah, I mean, like, like, we've just bought a new yeah, he's right. exactly the same. He seems to be shit, Bob. It's like, oh, yeah, sorry about But, yeah. Um, yeah, despite my criticisms of the last yeah. few years of Wenger, right, his legacy is the first 10 years of making Arsenal. Making Arsenal, yeah, it's United or Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal's remade the club in his own age. They were ahead of, like, Liverpool, other, even Everton had a better 80s than Arsenal. Like, he made Arsenal one of the two. They had no right to be one of the two. I it's worth remembering, that. like exactly like where mm. they were when when he came in as as well. Like in comparison to the league, it was different people back then. And don't get me wrong, they both blew it. But like in the first three or four years of the Premier League, and he came in in what year five or so, year six. Six. He came. Yeah, in. So, he came so basically. The first three four years, like the highest spending club in Premier League were Blackburn, like and Newcastle had just jizzed a lot of money up the wall. Arsenal had Leeds just been, as well. Leeds, Leeds were, were spending like there were other teams. Liverpool, United, really spent. 
Yeah, Liverpool, yeah. Were, Liverpool were bigger than Arsenal when you yeah, that, like I, I more um, remember as in like you know like they, but they were other clubs who were like no I mean they had a better squad yeah not yeah, just in like they, Blackburn and Newcastle were better teams when they did, well like, he came in he, he, he came in after Arsenal had been Bruce Rioch yeah I do enjoy I do enjoy the, uh, yeah <laughs> but he only won with you know a ready made defence well, that's not win true the year, they didn't win the six years before he arrived and, and it, what and were it they doing for true. those six years if they were the best defence in the league what were they doing I'll tell you what they were doing drinking <laughs> drinking <laughs> while their manager was receiving bungs but he <laughs> was yeah but like it's just straight up not true as well. and, uh, dro- and drop with that defence and dropping Steve Farrow <laughs> on his head <laughs> yeah they did for no, having the audacity to celebrate, they they took they uh, they tombstone Palace. <laughs> they did into the map, but like two of his three titles are won with a defence that he. But is, yeah, exactly. Like Lauren was there. But I would say you know, well, like it's Ashley Cole. So Lauren was left Campbell, back. Ashley Cole, and Keon was was yeah. the second back for. So so we had this. He, he, he won two leagues with a defence that he created. Mm. He did all that in his first 10 years. For 10 years from 2003, he had to work on a budget which made, to, to build a stadium, he made £20 million. Liverpool in that same period spent £160 million And he got them in the top four every year. In 2000, when Leicester won the league, he got second. In the last five years is it he's won three FA Cups like and we yeah. came second only two years ago and, and for a guy who's done well. like I've, I've had a go at Arsenal because I've found it hilarious mostly their fans reaction I think probably on the you know basis of just performance he's underperformed in the last two years for whatever reason but if I supported Arsenal I, he'd have a free ticket for me yeah me too and, I mean, and you didn't for even all those mention reasons. the fact that he, he went a full league season unbeaten. And uh, he went a full season unbeaten and he turned down every club under the sun during yeah, his tenure like, at Arsenal. The thing that people forget or, or He's just been... choose not to realise is that that 10 years spell where he didn't win anything, Like he chose he the goodness anywhere. of the club over his own legacy. Yeah, I, like he could have easily gone. You know what? I'm fucking off to Real Madrid, Barca, or you know whoever wants me. I'm gonna just carry on winning stuff everywhere else or wherever I go. But he loved that club so much that he was willing to take bullets every single year. You know, and people like not for me, like definitely not. But people like yeah, well that ten year tarnished it for me. Like he has that. Like he, no, it won't. You enjoy that seat you're sitting in, in the Emirates, which <laughs> it is the house that he built. <laughs> in his house, yeah. while you lambast him. Yeah, I mean, I found it funny, mostly because I watch quite a lot of Arsenal fan TV for kicks. And, like, they make some good points, and, like, their frustration amuses me. But the kind of, like, reaction against him over the last two years, and, like, the Wenger out stuff, like... As a Liverpool fan, if Rafa Benitez would have stayed, would be in charge now, and um, uh, we'd be coming like where Arsenal are doing now, Mike, the guy's got a free ticket for me. I'd get pissed off and stuff, (laughs) but I would never say Benitez out. 
Well, I mean, it's it's easier to say. I that mean, and Arsenal's and, and Barcelona Wenger for Arsenal has done fifty times more than Benitez did. But for what Liverpool. I found sad for was I saw the comments he made. Was it yesterday where he feels that because the like club is like pulling in all sorts, like with the fans, it's pulling in all sorts of directions. Like it doesn't give off that, you know, unity mm-hmm. look that. to the world, and he feels that like it's best if he just goes. You know what? I'm out. So then Arsenal look like a team. I think as, as well for, for, for the fans. Know, unified and stuff. Like and it, it, it's a weird belief that it's like, look, we've got problems so we get rid of Wenger. Those problems are going to go away. I mean, they're not because Wenger's not your problem. Like, I understand like why it gets blamed on him and, and stuff. And, and I think in the last two years, he's, he's not helped. But should have bought some defence, more yeah, defence. Yeah, right? there's, but, there's things you can say he should yeah. or should not have done, but Benitez was a bad example because who knows what he'd have done after yeah. what he left. But um, think, if, 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 if Liverpool had the same story that mm. Arsenal had now and Arsene Wenger was our manager and he built the new thing, I'd be keeping my mouth shut. Yeah, like, I mean, like, as an I find it strange that he's shouldered so much of the blame. Like, for things like transfer policy and stuff like, you know, players being sold and, and stuff. Like, it's all gone he's on him. He's took bullets. Like, that. The, I, yeah, he's I think, like, I mean, time will tell, but if I was Arsenal, I, I wouldn't be like, oh, it's exciting times ahead. And, like, my mate made a great point. United after Fergie could only attract like Moyes and Van Gaal. What makes you think that the best managers are going to queue up for Arsenal? They're they Arsenal. Or Allegri's going to come in and, and so yeah, on. I, like, we'll see. But it's like this, like like you guys are saying, you know, where how, where do they get off thinking that this big juggernaut? Like, they're saying, like, because I've been listening to, you know, fans outside the stadium, mm. who do you want to come in? Yeah, well, you know, I think we'll get, like, Allegri or, you know, maybe this guy. Like, why is Allegri going to want to leave Juve for Arsenal? Like, he won't. Think we're, we're going to get Simeone? Really? No, with right. your multiple, <laughs> with your with your trophy cool. cabinet full of, like, European Cups and Champions Leagues, which aren't there because before George Graham and Arsene Wenger, you were shit. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things as well. Like there's there's like a, a feeling amongst the Arsenal fans from from what I understand, but but like they're in a place now where they're this club with a rich history and like Wenger's you know dragged them into the mud. Like he dragged you out of the mud. I like no, no, made like, you go. He dragged you out of the cow shit. <laughs> yeah, like, like he I was like in, yeah, no, it. he dragged you out of the cow shit into. You know, he's not, he's not underperforming by green your grass. standards. Now you're in the mud a bit, but you were in the cow yeah, shit. Yeah, Aid makes a great point he's not, there. He's not underperforming by, by your, your standards, he's by, by his. By his. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, who, who knows what the standards of a guy comes after him is, but we are at almost now in 20 minutes. So we All right, so we'll crack up. But this is what trophies mean, and they'll mean this to Arsenal fans in a few years. Look, like Tottenham as good as they are, they can't get over the last hurdle. You know, they, they got beat oh, by United. Fa- f- he's, won, he's won three FA Cups. But they move, the their fans are, who have an agenda, you scapegoat for it. They move a goalpost. We're not 10 years or whatever, he didn't win anything. Yeah. Yeah. It so was like, not we won, we've not won any domestic cups. Now he's reeled off three that and four is. years. It's like, but you're not backing the top four. And he's like, but I'm winning word, cups. It's a word, and screw you. It's, it's a word out. succinct, Rob. 
Yeah. That point, you was, that, is, yeah. that is what fans do, but I heard that so much in that 10 year run. Yeah. What's top four? But the we me- want trophies. But the funny thing He's is, giving you trophies. But the media. Like, top four. <laughs> but what I will say though is like the media. Give it a rest. The lads. media have done it as well though. Yeah. So in that period where he didn't but win the, anything, they, they were like, they were like top four. When are you going to start winning stuff? But now he's winning stuff like. But you're not like Spurs are always in top four, but they're not winning anything. Like you moving. I think Spurs fans would rather win something. Yeah. But just before we finish, like. Yeah, what are they? Are they going to end up with someone like Brendan Rodgers? I, you know, I think it'd be an all right. Well, thing. Again, I was watching uh, Arsenal fans talk outside the stadium. They turned my nose up at Rodgers. Oh, they I, were I, all like, "If Rodgers is here, I'm not coming." <laughs> <laughs> I need. We need Allegri or Simeone. Like honestly, you guys are fucking deluded. Okay, the thing, I tell, the thing I tell what you I what. I would say with Arsenal though is that. I think that if you don't get like if Allegri comes in like he wins but he doesn't play it's not attractive like they want attract they want their key, cake and eating it they want attractive and trophies mm. and uh, you've got Guardiola that's probably it I was going to say why don't they get Guardiola <laughs> they should okay. get Guardiola I like, I like or Mourinho <laughs> but I they are Arsenal I did like well, Arsenal Klopp he's at a shit club get Klopp in I did like you Arsenal retards. fans who, who were like uh, <laughs> Oh, you know, Guardiola wanted to join us before City, but Wenger was so, you know, stubborn and didn't want to, mate. Balance. They would, number one, Guardiola would never join you. And two, do you really think Arsenal would go, yeah, we've got Wenger, though? No, they wouldn't. Anyway, so let's So, what do you think? So, if he did get there by accident, after Guardiola's first six months of going, so yeah, right, Arsenal board, uh, I'm fancy spending like 200 million on me fullbacks this year. Then I'll. <laughs> right, I'm off then. I'll see you later. <laughs> okay, so right to round off the podcast, let's do right. You're not allowed to explain or defend it. Oh, I've got the worst Next cramp Arsenal in manager. the world, by the way. Next Arsenal manager, Rob. Just got the worst cramp, so you have to go first. I mean, I'll, I'll come in. Uh, uh, Rafa Benitez. Ridiculous! <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. You were, you were getting Leonardo Jardim uh, for me. Um, I think Leonardo Jardim. Louis Enrique. I'm going Rafa Benitez with assistant manager Ray Parler. Okay. That's the end. That's the end of the podcast on Mike being fucking ridiculous again. See you next week, lads. See you next. Week. <laughs>